What is up, everyone, and welcome back to the NFL Show with your host, Matt Burba. You can find me on Twitter, at BurbTwit17. That's B-U-R-B, Twit17, and also on Instagram, at BurbGram over there. And today, it's going to be a start of a two-part episode where I rank my top 100 players for the upcoming NFL season, and it was really tough putting this list together. I mean, there's so many good players in this league, and so many guys did enough last year and the years prior to warrant a selection on my list, so I had to leave some really, really good players off. I did exclude rookies from this list. I do think that we'll see a couple on the NFL's top 100 list come next offseason, but for my list, I did exclude them just because of the uncertainty there is there. You don't know which rookie is going to be great. And I also have these guys graded on their overall value to the average NFL team. So I'm not ranking them necessarily on who's going to have the most yards or picks or touchdowns or tackles, you name it, but guys who are extremely valuable players to their own teams and to the average NFL team. So today, this episode, it's going to consist of players 100 to 51, and then the next episode, obviously, will be the top 50 players. And I'm going to start off with 10 honorable mention guys here that they just missed my cut of my top 100 guys, and they were Ben Roethlisberger, Devin White, Marcus Peters, Cortland Sutton, Yannick Ngakwe, Julian Edelman, A.J. Brown, Marcus Williams, Stefan Diggs, and Matt Ryan. These guys, they just missed the cut by a slim, slim margin, and they're more than deserving of being in the top 100, but, you know, it is what it is. Someone's got to be that guy that comes in at 101, but let's get into it right here with Aaron Jones at number 100, the Mr. Irrelevant of this list. It's the running back for the Green Bay Packers, and it was tough not putting him higher because he was tied with Derrick Henry for the most rushing touchdowns in the league last year with 16 also had three receiving touchdowns as well, but they did just add A.J. Dillon to that backfield, and Jamal Williams is still there as well, so that'll definitely put a damper on his production in 2020, but I love Aaron Jones. I thought it was disrespectful for the pack to take A.J. Dillon that early because I think Aaron Jones is a franchise back and one of, if not the most underrated player in the entire league, so he comes in here at number 100 for me. At 99, we have Amari Cooper, the wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. And personally, I'm I'm just not an Amari Cooper guy. And frankly, I think he's extremely overrated. And he seems to always tap himself out or kind of come down with an injury in key moments of big games. But he does come in at number 99 here for me. Just because I do think his production will decline from last year with the addition of CeeDee Lamb to that offense. I think a ton of people would have him higher on their list, but because of my personal bias and because I think his production will decline this year, he comes in at 99 for me. Next up at number 98, we have Miles Sanders, the starting running back for the Philadelphia Eagles, and this is a guy who's going to make a huge sophomore leap this year. They let Jordan Howard walk this offseason. They also didn't draft or bring in a free agent running back just yet. They're in talks with maybe LaShawn McCoy, but as of right now, they don't have another guy in that backfield other than Miles Sanders and Boston Scott, so he's all they got there, and I do think he's a top 10 back in the NFL, and I think he can move into the top five in the next couple years, so I have him here at 98. At 97, we have Tyron Smith, the left tackle for the Dallas Cowboys, and Tyron, he's been to seven straight Pro Bowls, so he's been a staple on probably everyone's top 100 list the past seven seasons or so. He only allowed one sack in 2019, but he did commit eight penalties. 
and he hasn't played more than 13 games in a season since 2015, so that's why he comes in at 97 here for me. At 96, we have Odell Beckham Jr. with his first season in Cleveland being a huge down year, and the fact that I do think they like Jarvis Landry a lot more in that offense. OBJ does come in at a late 96 for me. Did play hurt last year, so that definitely did contribute to his decrease in production, but I do think he'll have a much better year this year. He'll be 100% healthy, already has a season under his belt with Baker, and finally has a good offensive mind, Kevin Stefanski, running that offense. So I do think his production will increase, and I do think he'll crack the overall top 100 next year. Coming in at 95, we have Eric Armstead, the edge rusher for the San Francisco 49ers. And he was a giant reason why the 49ers went as far as they did last year. He had double-digit sacks for the first time in his career last year. It was kind of the best year of his career. And I think his career year is why they felt so confident sending DeForest Buckner to the Indianapolis Colts. They did add Javon Kinlaw with that pick, but I do think his big year was kind of why they were so confident letting go of Buckner. So I do think he has another good year here in 2020 opposite Nick Bosa on the other side there in San Fran. At 94, we have David Bakhtiari, the left tackle for the Green Bay Packers. He did have a bit of a down year in 2019 after after his really good season in 2018, but I do think he bounces back this year, gets back to his usual Pro Bowl ways. He did play 100% of the snaps last year protecting Aaron Rodgers, blindside, but did commit 12 penalties and allowed two sacks, but I'm very confident he'll be in the top 100 come this time next season. At number 93, we have Cooper Cup, the wide receiver for the Los Angeles Rams, and he had a really good year last year coming off that torn ACL, had over 1,100 yards and 20 touchdowns there for the Rams. He kind of stepped into that number one receiver role in front of Robert Woods and Brandon Cooks last year in LA. Obviously, they did unload Brandon Cooks to Houston, so definitely looks so definitely that looks similar to even greater production for Cup in 2020. He's a true number one wide receiver out of that slot in my mind, and I think he's a lock to have his best year yet come this season. At 92, we have Jimmy Ward, the hybrid kind of safety corner from the San Francisco 49ers, and he's another guy for the 49ers who had a career year last year. He defended eight passes, had a career-high 65 total tackles in 2019. I think he'll have just as good a year this year, if not better. He really improved last season, and they brought back that same secondary unit. So I think he'll thrive once again next year. Moving on to number 91, we have Preston Smith, the outside linebacker for the Green Bay Packers. And he's another Packer I argued with myself on if he should be higher on my list. But he does come in here at number 91 after having his best year of his career as well. His first year in Green Bay last year, he was part of the Smith duo of him and Zadarius Smith that absolutely wreaked havoc on opposing quarterbacks last year. He had 12 sacks. The first time in his career, he went over double digits in a season in sacks. And him and Zadarius are going to be back bowling offensive linemen this year and quarterbacks. I had him at 91 just because it is hard to replicate a year like he had last year. But I do think he'll be a top 100 player once again next year. At number 90, we have Kevin Byer, the safety from the Tennessee Titans, a super underrated guy in the league. He's always beefing with Deion Sanders on social media because Sanders doesn't think he's very good, but Byer continues to produce year after year. He's got 17 interceptions in the last three seasons, also always hovers around that 80 to 90 tackle mark each year as a safety. He's one of the best 
most underappreciated guys in this league, and he shows no signs of slowing down at all. So we shouldn't be surprised to see him crack the top 100 this year. And he comes in at number 90 for me right here. Moving into the 80s now with number 89, and it's Melvin Ingram, the edge rusher for the Los Angeles Chargers. He was selected to the Pro Bowl for the third straight season last year. Just a constant worry on the right side of that defensive line for opposing quarterbacks. And the secondary there in L.A. got a lot better this offseason, so that's just going to mean quarterbacks are going to hold on to the ball a little longer, giving him more time to rack up them sacks opposite Joey Bosa. Should have another potential Pro Bowl year next year. And he comes in at number 89 for me here. At number 88, we have Darius Leonard, the linebacker for the Indianapolis Colts. After a huge rookie year where he kind of burst onto the scene there for the Colts, he kind of came back to earth in 2019. He still had a good year. He still recorded 121 total tackles last year, which is good for 17th in the entire league. I do think he kind of returns to production he saw in 2018 in his rookie year, and I do think he'll be back in the Pro Bowl as well, so he comes in at 88 for me here. At number 87, we have Patrick Peterson, the cornerback from the Arizona Cardinals, and last year was the first season for him in his entire nine-year career that he didn't start and play in all 16 games for the Cardinals, only played in 10 games, but still had a pretty decent year in 2019. There was also rumors he was on the trade block as well, but I think those rumors are going to be put to rest this season. I think Arizona is going to be pretty good this year, and I think he's going to be a big part of why they are so good. So that's why he comes in at 87 for me. I think it'll be a comeback year here for Pat Pete in 2020. Next up is Joe Tooney, the left guard for the New England Patriots at number 86. And Joe Tooney, he's just consistently getting better each year along that offensive line New England had his best season of his career last year only allowed one sack and commit zero penalties while protecting Tom Brady and this offseason the Patriots the Patriots did slap the franchise tag on him and I do think they're going to attempt to bring him back long term after this year so he comes in at 86 at 85 I have Jair Alexander the cornerback of the Green Bay Packers and this is a guy who I believe is going to take that next step this season. Had a really good rookie year in 2018. Came back with another solid year in 2019 last year. And the dude's only 23 years old. He's going to be 23 years old this season. Still super young. I think this will be the year he kind of takes that next step. I think it could be a Pro Bowl year for him in 2020. He's one of my favorite kind of under the radar. Kind of another one of those underappreciated players in this league. I don't think he's too far off of those top corners in this entire league, so he comes in at 85. Next up, at 84, we have Juju Smith-Schuster, the wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I think Juju's going to have a huge comeback year here in 2020. He's having an incredible offseason. He's up to 225 pounds per his trainer, and he has a healthy Big Ben coming back this season as well. Also, they added Chase Claypool in the draft, playing opposite him now there in Pittsburgh, so I think he gets back to his 2018 numbers where he caught 111 balls for 1,426 yards and 7 touchdowns, and that's why I have him coming in at 84 here. At 83, we have Casey Hayward, the cornerback for the Los Angeles Chargers. Here's another really under-the-radar guy who people don't fully realize how valuable he is to your football team. He's only made the Pro Bowl two times in his eight-year career, but he's been a staple in that LA secondary for the last four years, and has been really, really good. Just a super solid player who consistently provides value covering opposing number one wide receivers. And since quarterback cornerback is one of the most important positions in the game, I did argue with myself to put him higher, but just because he is a lockdown guy, but he does come in at 83 here for me. 
At 82, we have Joe Mixon, the running back for the Cincinnati Bengals. And Mixon is one of the best backs in the league. He can really do it all in terms of running the ball, catching the ball at the backfield, and also making people miss. He had a really good year last year for a 2-14 Bengals team. He was one of those very few bright spots they had on that team last year. He had to run behind an absolutely terrible offensive line and had to play on an offense who really just couldn't move the ball at all. And now they have Joe Burrow. They added T. Higgins and Jonah Williams back from injury for his first season. So his production is only going to go up this year. Now up at 81, we have Jason Kelsey, the Philadelphia Eagles center, the anchor and the leader of that offensive line there in Philly. And, I mean, Kelsey's just really good year after year. Always at the top of pro football focuses board at his position. Only allowed two sacks in 2019. Was a first-team all-pro and was selected to the Pro Bowl as well. So, Kelsey's just your all-around anchor in the middle of the offensive line. I think history will repeat itself here with Kelsey. He's a lock for the top 100 again this year. Rounding out the 80s and coming in at number 80, we have Carlos Dunlap, the edge rusher for the Cincinnati Bengals. Just an uber-productive guy each and every year on that Cincinnati Bengal defensive line. Had nine sacks last year and 13 tackles for loss. They added some pieces on that defensive line this offseason as well. Also bolstered that linebacking core. So look for Dunlap to get back to his Pro Bowl ways here in 2020. At 79, we have another Dallas Cowboy offensive lineman. And this time it's left, tack left tackle, right tackle, not left tackle, left tackle's Tyron Smith. Right tackle, Lyle Collins. And Lyle, he's one of the emerging young offensive tackles in this league. He's just really molded into a really good right tackle there in Dallas. Had an 86 overall grade from Pro Football Focus last year after only giving up two sacks and a 1,000 snaps. And he's going to be back in 2020, and he should be have an equally good year protecting Dak Prescott. Coming in at 78, and this may be a surprise to some, but I have Deshaun Watson, the star quarterback, for the Houston Texans, and look, yes, he's incredible. There's really no denying that. He's, he's awesome, and he definitely is a top 100 player in the National Football League, but he did just lose DeAndre Hopkins this offseason to the Arizona Cardinals, and that'll definitely hurt a quarterback's production, you losing a star wide receiver. And I also think the Texans take a major step back this year as well. I have them only winning five games this year, but I do think he does enough to warrant a top 100 pick here once again in 2020. At 77, we have Keenan Allen, the Los Angeles Chargers receiver. And here's another guy I really like and wanted to put him higher than 77. But just because his quarterback situation is the worst it's ever been in his career, he does fall to 77 here. They think they got a franchise guy in Justin Herbert, but they got a bust, and that's not going to help Keenan's numbers this year. Rivers loved feeding him the ball as well, and I don't think we'll see those kind of numbers this year. But I do think he'll have another solid year in 2020. Coming in at 76, we have Teron Armstead, the left tackle for the New Orleans Saints. And he's one of the best left tackles in the entire league. He gave up zero sacks last year, protecting Drew Brees' blind side in 935 snaps. So he's just absolutely incredible. He's a brick wall on the left side of that line. Got selected with second Pro Bowl in 2019, as we're making as well in 2018. And I do think it'll be a three-peat for him in Pro Bowl appearances once again this year. At 75, we have another Cincinnati Bengal. This time it's defensive lineman Geno Atkins. He did have his worst year sack-wise in 2019, only at 4.5 last year after recording 10 the season before, but did get selected to his 8th Pro Bowl. 
he's just consistently one of the best interior defensive linemen in the entire league year after year. So we're definitely going to see him on this list after this season as well. At 74, we have the new starting running back for the Los Angeles Chargers, and it's Austin Eckler. He finally gets that starting spot all to himself this year after the departure of Melvin Gordon to the Denver Broncos. And this dude, he's just an all-around beast. He's a muscle hamster. He had a career-high 993 yards receiving out of the backfield last year for LA. Also had a career-high in rushing yards with 557. And I think he's going to be an absolute monster this year as well. His approximate value for the Chargers last year was 11, which is a really good number, especially for a running back, and I think it'll only be higher here in 2020. Look, for him to have a monster year and be a household name in the NFL after this season, I think he's going to take that next step. I think it'll be a big coming-out party for Austin Eckler here in 2020. Coming in at 73, we have Josh Allen. Not Buffalo quarterback Josh Allen, no way. It's the edge rusher for the Jacksonville Jaguars who's going into his second year in the NFL this year after a huge rookie year for the Jags. He had 10.5 sacks as a rookie, also forced two fumbles as well, and was selected to the Pro Bowl as a rookie as well. So he's just a future star in the making there in Jacksonville. And with them unloading Clays, Campbell, A.J. Boye, and most likely now Yannick Ngakwe soon, he's going to be one of those emerging leaders on that defense. After this year, he's not going to be considered the other Josh Allen. I can promise you that. So he comes in at 73 here for me. At 72, we have Levante David, the outside linebacker for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Levante is just an all-around really, really solid player on the defensive side of the ball. Doesn't do anything bad. Doesn't do anything great, but doesn't do anything bad. Another guy who constantly is really valuable for your football team. Doesn't put up crazy stats, but football guys know how good this guy really is. They know how valuable he is to a football team. And in 2019 was the first year he played more of the inside linebacker position as opposed to the usual outside position, but he did handle himself well inside. And that's just the kind of player he is. He can kind of do a ton of things for a defense, and he comes in at 72 for me. Coming in at 71, we have Demarcus Lawrence, the star edge rusher for the Dallas Cowboys. He just signed a five-year, $105 million deal with the Cowboys this offseason, and he did have much of a down year in 2019. Went from 14 and a half sacks and 10 and a half sacks in 2017 and 2018 to only five in 2019. But he was still very productive and was still probably the best player on that defense defensive side of that Dallas Cowboy defense. He he always just brings a ton of juice. And I think he'll bring it again this year with his new deal and people kind of saying he wasn't worth that kind of money. I think that'll that'll blow smoke up his ass. So I think he gets back to his Pro Bowl ways here in 2020. Rounding up the 70s and at number 70, we have Zach Ertz, the Philadelphia Eagles tight end. And he's a top three tight end in the NFL. Your stereotypical receiving tight end. And they just feed, feed, and feed him more there in Philadelphia. He had 156 targets in 2018 and 135 targets just last year, which he parlayed into 88 receptions for 916 yards and six touchdowns in 2019. He's turning 30 this year, and there are rumors the Eagles are going to be changing around a lot of things on that offensive side of the ball with all the speed they acquired this offseason. But I definitely think we'll see him right back here with 80-plus receptions and 900-plus yards here in 2020. At 69, we have Marlon Humphrey, the defensive back for the Baltimore Ravens. Big coming out party for Humphrey in 2019. Got selected to his first Pro Bowl. Was also first team All-Pro as well. They switched him over to the right corner position 
from the right corner position to the left side, and he absolutely fried, thrived there in 2019. Had two defensive touchdowns last year and 65 tackles, which were both career highs for him. Also set career highs in interceptions, forced fumbles, fumble recoveries, tackles for loss, and approximate value. So he's a secondary star in the making. Only going to be 24 years old this year as well. So he's going to be another guy who repeats his production here in 2020. At 68, we have another Philadelphia Eagle and a new Philadelphia Eagle, and it's cornerback Darius Slay, a Pro Bowler the last three seasons and a first-team All-Pro player in 2017. And he really just doesn't show any signs of slowing down at all. Does have to face a lot better receivers playing in the NFC, NFC East now as opposed to the NFC North, but I think he's going to be just as productive in Philly as he was in Detroit. He's going to shadow Amari Cooper, Terry McLaurin, Darius Slayton and the other good receivers in this division here in 2020. So he comes in at 68 here for me. At 67, we have one of the best emerging safeties in the National Football League, and it's Justin Simmons of the Denver Broncos. He's had a really good last two years in that secondary there for the Broncos, and just looks like he's continuously just getting better each year. Has best year last year, according to Pro Football Focus, with 11 pass breakups and four interceptions. A lot of people think this guy's better than Jamal Adams and Tyron Matthew. I'm not quite there yet, but that's how high people are in him. But he definitely deserves to be in this conversation, and I think by the end of this year, he will definitely be in that conversation as well. So he comes in at 67. Coming in at 66, and might be a slight surprise to some, but I have Kyler Murray, the second-year starting quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals, he had, a, he had a good year, rookie year. He had a pretty good rookie year. What you'd kind of expect out of a first-year starting quarterback for a bad football team with a new head coach. But I really do believe in this dude. I think he's going to be a star in the league. Now has DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best patch catchers in the entire league to throw to, and got Larry Fitz back as well. And already has a year under his belt with Cliff Kingsbury as well. So I have really, really high hopes for Kyler Murray here in 2020. At 65, I have another safety. This time it's Minka Fitzpatrick, the new weapon for that Pittsburgh Steeler defense. And he had an incredible sophomore season in the NFL. Was first team was a first-time Pro Bowler, and it was also his first time selected to the first-team All-Pro team as well. Just an all-around playmaker in the secondary and also in the role as a box safety as well. Last year, he also had the fourth highest approximate value in the entire league with a score of 19, which is incredible. And with now, it'll be his first full year in Pittsburgh. He's got the chance to put up even bigger numbers in 2020, so he comes in at 65. At 64, we have another young weapon, and it's Kenny Galladay, Detroit Lions wide receiver. And he's another one of those under-the-radar stars. He had 65 catches for 1,190 yards and 11 touchdowns in 2019. Led the entire National Football League in receiving touchdowns last year, even with the revolving door at quarterback after Matthew Stafford went down with an injury. And I think he overtook Marvin Jones Jr. last year in that number one receiver role in Detroit as, as well. He had more targets, more receptions, more yards, more touchdowns than him. And with Matthew Stafford back here in 2020, those numbers are just going to be just as good, if not better. Coming in at 63, we have Anthony Harris. The Minnesota Vikings safety, who is another guy who had a little bit of a coming out party last year. Had a career high six interceptions in 2019, which led the entire league. Also, the, the, he also was the 12th highest graded player in the entire league, according to Pro Football Focus. And the Vikings saw how good he was in 2019 and immediately placed a franchise tag on him after the season. 
He'll be making over $11 million in 2020, getting paid like a true star in this league, and he's definitely deserving of it as well. So we're going to see him back producing for that strong Viking defense this year. At 62, we have Bud Dupree, the edge rusher for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He had a monster year last year at that right kind of outside linebacker position for the Steelers. He recorded 11 and a half sacks, 16 tackles for loss, and 17 quarterback hits. All were career highs for Dupree, and him and TJ Watt were just home wreckers off those edges there in Pittsburgh. And I think we'll see much more of the same here this year in 2020. Ever since they switched him over to the right side after they drafted TJ to play the left, he's just been really, really good. I think he found his home over there, and I expect much of the same for him in 2020. Next up at 61, we have new Indianapolis Colts interior defensive lineman DeForest Buckner. They dealt the 13th overall pick to snag him from the 49ers, and he's just an absolute force at six foot seven there in the middle of that defensive line. Had his overall best year in 2019 for the NFC champion San Francisco 49ers. And I think he's going to be better in Indianapolis. I really do. He can now be the guy there and with Darius Leonard as well. And they can build something really, really special and really, really great on that defensive side of the ball there in Indy. Rounding up the 60s, we have Fletcher Cox, the interior defensive lineman for the Philadelphia Eagles. And I did give Cox the slight edge over Buckner just because he's been consistently doing it longer than Buckner has. He's been to five straight Pro Bowls and has 48 career sacks. He did have a little bit of a down year in 2019. He only recorded three and a half sacks, but I do think with the addition of Javon Hargrave and Malik Jackson coming back from injury for Philly, that'll just make him that much better, and he'll be awesome here in 2020. At 59, we have Minnesota Vikings running back Dalvin Cook, and Dalvin had his best year to date last year in 2019 behind his 1,135 yards and 13 rushing touchdowns he was just awesome there for the vikings and he stayed healthy for most of the season as well which is a really good sign and if he's able to stay healthy he's going to be a really productive running back just year after year he's really really talented he's also really good at catching the ball as well in 2019 he had 53 catches for 519 yards which are both career highs for him Kevin Stefanski did leave. He was their offensive coordinator there in Minnesota. He did go to Cleveland, but they filled his role with Gary Kubiak, another guy who loves to pound the rock. So we'll see Dalvin Cook with similar numbers here in 2020. Coming in at 58, we have Shaq Barrett, the outside linebacker for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he's another guy I really wanted to put higher, but just because last year was his first year out of six that he really had any production, he comes in here at 58 for me. He led the league with 19 and a half sacks last year to go along with six forced fumbles and 19 tackles for loss as well. Last year was his first year actually as a full-time starter, and we saw what he did with that. So we shouldn't be the least bit surprised to see him repeat some of that production here in 2020. At 57, we have another Buccaneer, and it's Mike Evans, the wide receiver. Now has the best quarterback to ever live thrown in the football but I do think Tom's going to like Chris Godwin a little more just because Tom's kind of arm strength's kind of deteriorating a little, and Mike Evans is kind of more of that deep threat, kind of throw it up to him kind of receiver, which really isn't what Tom Brady does, but I do think he'll be really good. He'll be a top six receiver once again this year. There's absolutely no doubt about that. Coming in at 56, we have Eric Kendricks, the Minnesota Vikings middle linebacker and one of the best linebackers in the entire league. He was actually the 14th best player last year, according to Pro Football Focus in the entire league. And he's just awesome in the middle of a defense. He was a first-time Pro Bowler last year, was also selected to the first-team All-Pro team as well. 
he's just molding into one of those most valuable middle linebackers in the entire league. I only have one more true middle linebacker in front of him in my top 100, and you guys can all guess who that is. Pretty obvious. But soon enough, I do believe they'll both be in the same conversation, so he comes in at 56 for me here. At 55, we have the third Dallas Cowboy offensive lineman in my top 100, and it's Zach Martin, their star right guard, a four-time All-Pro, and has been selected to the Pro Bowl in every single season he's been in the National Football League. He's one of the best guards in the entire league and one of the best overall offensive linemen in the NFL as well. Last year, he posted his highest approximate value, the score of 15, which is really good for an offensive guard. And unless something drastic happens here in 2019, 2020, I mean, Martin will, he'll, he'll find himself in his seventh straight Pro Bowl after this season. Moving on to my 54th most valuable player in the league, and it's Nick Chubb. They're running back for the Cleveland Browns, and Chubb had a huge year in his sophomore season last year. He rushed for 1,494 yards last year, which only came in second to Derrick Henry in the entire league. Also had eight rushing touchdowns as well, which is good for ninth in the entire league. And with the hiring of Kevin Stefanski, a guy who absolutely loves to pound the rock, we're going to see Chubb right up at the top of the rushing leaders list once again this time next season. At 53, we have the legendary Richard Sherman, the cornerback for the San Francisco 49ers, and he just continues to lock down number one wide receivers each and every year. He had 11 pass breakups in 2019 to go along with three interceptions as well. He was also selected to his fifth Pro Bowl at the age of 31. He's going to be 32 years old during the 2020 NFL season, but he hasn't showed any signs of stopping, so there's no point in putting him any further down my list than I have him here at 53. At 52, we have our third quarterback off the board, and this time it's Dak Prescott of the Dallas Cowboys. Dak, he had a huge, huge year in 2019, threw for a whopping 4,900 yards and 30 touchdowns last year, which his yardage output of 4,900 was only second in the entire league behind Jameis Winston. And his 30 touchdown passes were also good for fourth in the entire league. Jerry Jones, he just added another weapon for that receiving core for Dak and C.D. Lamb to throw to as well. So Dak will be back here in 2020. And with the final spot in today's episode, coming in at number 51, we have Brandon Brooks, the star right guard for the Philadelphia Eagles. Pro Football Focus actually had him as their fifth best player in the National Football League last season, their fifth overall best player in the league. He only allowed one snap in over a 1,000 snaps and also only commit two penalties as well. Also only 19 pressures surrendered, which is incredible as well. Just one of those brick wall kind of guys on the right side of the offensive line there in Philly. Also got really good in the run game last year as well. And personally, I just feel like he's one of the more underappreciated players in the entire league. I don't think he gets the recognition that a Quentin Nelson and Zach Martin do, and He's just as good as the both of them, if not better. So I think he'll be great once again, obviously, this year in 2020. And that wraps up players 100 to 51. There's some controversial guys in there, some guys who people might see as having no business being the top 100. Some guys in there that people might see as being a whole lot lower than they should. But it is what it is. This is how I feel about these guys right now at this point in time. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thanks a lot for listening and tune in next time for my top 50 overall players for the 2020 NFL season.